hello and welcome to a new episode of Behind the Scenes of Happiness. I'm your host, Christoph Spiesens. Today I'm chatting with the very inspirational Ben Bidwell, also known as the Naked Professor. Ben is a coach, speaker and mental health ambassador. Join us for a relaxed and yet empowering chat and discover the benefits of living in emotional freedom. Today I am especially excited to be talking to the phenomenal Ben Bidwell and I'm extremely pleased Ben that you were available and willing to come on my podcast today. So thank you very much for joining us. How are you? Oh, thank you very much. I'm not sure I've ever been called phenomenal before, so it's a a great start. I wonder if you've got the right person. Here's why I'm saying this. Joking aside, here's why I'm saying this. I know, and of course, we're going to talk about this in a little bit more detail in a few moments, but you came on my radar, Ben, with your Naked Professor podcast a few months ago. I think it was just before Christmas. And your story and not just your story but the way you deliver your story and the way you speak up about mental health and also physical health i found it to be refreshing and different and therefore it's very effective and you don't i'm going to use a a, a not so nice word here but i don't think you dwell on on the past i think you leverage it very smart very effectively to help people open up about their mental health and that is why i'm using the word phenomenal because it's a very refreshing way oh thank you that's very kind um uh i guess sort of in line with all that one of the Mm. philosophies that i live by is that your wound is probably not your fault but your healing is definitely your responsibility Mm-hmm. and um that's the way i see it you know we've all got a past and i think we've all got challenges from our mm-hmm. past that lead us to behave in certain ways now that we wouldn't necessarily choose and um i think part of being vulnerable is accepting we're not perfect but actually also accepting it's probably not our fault you know we, we yeah. we've we're a product of a lot of the environments that we've we've come through and we shouldn't hold blame on ourselves but what we should recognize is that actually we can we can heal and we can become better and we can grow and um, that is our responsibility. No one can do that for us. Um, totally. And yeah, I think it's something we can all live by. Um, and uh, it's been a powerful kind of lesson for me to learn and, and to try and live by, for sure. And I'm reminded of the Rumi quote, the wound is where the light enters you. And that seems to have been the case in your world as well. Am I right? Definitely, yeah. I mean, without, without my wound... I would have stayed exactly where I was, um, mm. which sounds a, a funny thing to say, but I, I'm grateful now for my wound leading me to change because mm. I have grown and become a different person. But I'm also aware that, you know, the Tony Robbins quotes, we're getting a lot of quotes in very early here. But <laughs> Tony Robbins says change only happens when the pain of staying the same outweighs the pain of change because um, change hurts. And uh, mm. most people choose not to go down that route um it's it's you need something that really hurts you more than that mm-hmm. to, to allow you to go down that path so now when i look back i'm grateful you know for mm-hmm. my wound because that mm-hmm. was the that was the thing that gave me the opportunity or the motivation to really want to change so we're probably to any listeners who are not familiar with yourself and with your messages we're probably talking fairly cryptic um right now by way of introduction ben could you kindly share a little bit about your transition from what was a very successful corporate 
career in London to now being a very successful holistic life coach. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess success is, is, is um, subjective, isn't it? But I, I, I was, you know, I was doing this, living this sort of fairly kind of um, the usual London life when I first came to, to, um, to London and, and that was kind of getting a, co- a corporate job and it was a very small company and I was very fortunate. I really enjoyed it. The people around me were great. Um, but there was still something inside of me that just felt a bit empty. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't particularly creative and it was a lovely environment, but I didn't ever feel like I was really expressing myself. And um, the, the crash happened in, in 2009, 2010. And, and at that point, my salary halved. And I kind of mm. looked at why I was doing it when I was aged about 28. And really, it was, it was, it was only really money. That, that, that was the only reason I was, I was doing it. So when the crash happened and I just took away half my salary, it's like, well, <laughs> you know, at this age, I, I, I need to make some decisions for my future. Because if I stick around in this, it's gonna be, I'm going to be here forever. And um, uh, kind of my world began to change at that point. And I decided I wanted to sort of explore this itch I had inside of me, this, this, this creative itch. And um, I started choosing other paths and I went into tech startups and um, looking to try and be a bit more hands-on in, in creating companies and, and driving that forward. And I really didn't have much success in that space for the next sort of few years. Um, uh, it didn't really happen for me and kind of went from failure to failure, really. And um, it was in those failures that, I decided a couple of years ago that I really needed something that I could control better myself, something that I owned. Mm. And, um, and that was where I, my, my, blog, my blog was born because I, I started writing about mm-hmm. my experiences and my learnings. And um, just because then that was something I owned. No, one, no, I didn't need anyone else for that. It was mine. It was about me. And whatever tough day I was having at the hands of someone else in my company, in the tech space, mm-hmm. this was something that was mine. So, um, yeah, the blog started and every day, really, in the last two years since that's been running, my blog's been getting more and more interesting and my tech company got less and less to the extent <laughs> that I, I closed down my tech company uh-huh. oh, a, good, a good while ago. And um, everything is now on my blog. Um, and it's, yeah, the, the, the best thing I've ever done. And uh, I feel alive, more alive than I've ever felt, for uh-huh. sure. Beautiful. And, and your blog's called The Naked Professor. The Naked uh, Professor. Naked, I know why, but again, some of our listeners might not know why you chose it to call it that way. Um, yeah, there's a few reasons, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I married them all together. Because the, the first reason, really, is a lot of my writing is very vulnerable. You know, I really try and be yeah. open, naked, if you like. Um, I strip away the masks. I'm burying my soul. This is kind of at the core of my message. Um, mm-hmm. It's also, I'm not, I'm not kind of in autopilot mode. I'm not doing what everyone else is doing. I'm doing something quite unique, mm-hmm. um, uh, cr- kind of creative, something that's, that's very my own. And when I was writing all this stuff, I, I knew, having worked in, in, in the tech space, that the internet is a very noisy world and that everyone's kind of sharing everything. And how does your, how does your message come alive? What, what's unique about you? And um, when I looked at everything I was writing about, I, I thought to myself, well, can I, bring some use some imagery that can bring this message alive that can mm-hmm. really represent what I'm doing and can also give me kind of a USP that, that might capture attention in a way that <laughs> you know I wouldn't otherwise <laughs> I love it that's one way of putting it it's a very yeah. powerful USP carry on oh thank you <laughs> yeah so um so in my writing I was removing the mask and being vulnerable and, and, I, and I wanted to embody that in my images so mm. um I, I worked with a professional photographer and we went around iconic locations in London but not only London, but sort of London landmarks, um, particularly. And uh, I stripped away all my clothes, like remove all the masks mm-hmm. and um, 
and, and got these images of me kind of walking towards Big Ben or, or over mm. Millennium Bridge or mm. these unique spots in London that are always synonymous with busy crowds and kind of, you know, the, the, the tourist um, images of, of lots of people everywhere. Mm. And um, I managed to capture these still moments where this naked silhouette was walking towards these, these points or, or standing and looking sure. at these points. And, and, um, and then just married that up with my writing underneath and tried to really empower that image and, and, and draw people towards my writing. Mm. through through sharing that image and and um and kind of bringing the whole the whole message alive um yeah every day it's got mm. more and more exciting more interesting i feel very lucky on the journey i'm on and looking at your pictures ben looking at your websites and there's a video on there um, which i'll come back to in a few moments but you have what one could say an alpha male physique and a presence definitely uh, and yet you you write, you, you share all things vulnerable. I think that's nice to see because it encourages other men in general to lock onto their vulnerable side as well. Because to, to many people, the alpha male appearance might be the total opposite of vulnerability. And yet you marry the two very beautifully. Oh, thank you. Yeah, mm. that's that's a big part actually of, of this, um, and I really want this because I, I really would love to speak to the alpha males because I, I, you know, I, pl I played that role for a long time, and I, I, you know, I wasn't a natural alpha, and I, I probably wasn't ever really alpha, but I was trying to be, and I was trying to live in those circles mm. um, uh, because I thought that's what masculinity was. You know, I thought that was what defined me as a man was my physique, my appearance, my uh kind of winning you know being brave and strong sure. and tough mm. and all mm. that kind of stuff yeah mm. yeah those stereotypical masculine characteristics and um but really it was it was a mask and I, and i was doing it to try and when i look back it was really a validation exercise i was trying to get other people to to look at me with positive insight because i didn't really feel it myself and i needed mm. their validation mm. And I think it's a problem. I'm not. I'm not saying as, uh, all alpha men are insecure. Um, that that was my way, but mm -hmm. um, I do think that all human beings have a kind, compassionate space inside of them that yeah. perhaps doesn't fit into the alpha persona. Yes. And I think not sharing that and not living true to that energy can can be painful. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I encourage us all to embrace it, alpha man or or feminine woman. <laughs> now. Thinking out loud, Ben, conversely, one doesn't have to become really vulnerable and write blogs and do all the self-inquiry um, in order to be the new man, right? You can, you, can be, you can be a man and be very effective and loving and caring in everything that you do, <clears throat> excuse me, without putting it under the microscope in the way that, that you and I do, for example. Definitely. I entirely agree. I think it's innate in all of us. You know, I really do. But I, I also would say that, you know, we, we have been conditioned at a young age to, to see masculinity in a certain way. And, we, and, we, and it's quite a hard mold to break out of by the time we get into our adult years. It's kind of pretty heavily ingrained. So I don't yeah. think it's an easy switch to suddenly go, oh, <laughs> hey, I've, I've been living this way as a man. I thought this was kind of, you know, all, all, the, all the rage. This is I thought I was smashing it. But never really realized what that empty feeling inside was. Um, mm. I, I think it does take a little bit of work. We have to be, we have to be vulnerable to, to, to go there and be honest with ourselves mm -hmm. and, and feel how we feel and connect with that and understand it. I think awareness is the first stage of change. 
Oh, so big one. We, yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. I, I, a lot of people, I, I don't think they, they, if they don't become aware, mm. that there's never going to be any change. And I'd certainly say, from my perspective, living the way I do now, a bit more in tune with my emotions, and and from coming from a more vulnerable space, and and not having to sort of wear the masks, and and accepting that maybe I'm not everyone's cup of tea, then you know that's a much more powerful, much more free way of living than trying to constantly seek validation and try and play a role of traditional masculinity um, without the emotions. Which ties in nicely with where I wanted to go next because on your introductory video, right on the homepage of your website, Ben, you have towards the end of the video, which by the way, the music in that video is beautiful. Um, I can't get it out of my head and I'm trying very hard to find the artist and that very song. So if at the end of the podcast, you can share that with the audience, that would be brilliant. Um, can, I sh- can I share it now? You can. It's quite special you actually. Okay. Um, that, that was actually that was my ex-girlfriend who was singing. No way. I, yeah, it was. Yeah. And it's beautiful to do that with her. It was an amazing experience for the two of us. Um, and um it was she sang our favorite song which is um into the world by yes. the stereophonics um and so she just did her own version of it and so that was really special because the lyrics were amazing i remember playing playing it to her the first time and it was just a beautiful beautiful song and so for her to record that and for mm. us to put that into the video was just really really special and it's an amazing song i don't know why it never really went anywhere but yeah i absolutely love it yet yeah i hope so i hope so i hope so and how beautiful that you have her her energy i mean obviously it's in your life in more than one way but to have that in your spiritual work as well to have that little container of her energy i think it's quite nice it was beautiful it was it was was a really lovely moment to do that together yeah but so towards the end of the video um the your words go along the lines of I'm here to bring awareness to mental and physical health by exposing and sharing my emotional freedom. Can you share a little bit more about your emotional freedom and how it has made you a different person or a different version of who you were, perhaps? Yeah, I think there's a few different facets to to Mm. emotional freedom. I think when we don't connect with how we feel and we just bury it, then for, for me, emotions are energy. You know, there's something inside of you. And if we, if we bury it, then it, that energy doesn't go, go away. You know, physics will tell us that energy can't, can't just disappear. Yeah, totally. Um, so if we don't share it, then it just sits and, and festers inside of us and it creates a, a negative feeling. Um, and that's the way I think a lot of men live. We, mm-hmm. There are emotions and we just, we, we choose not to go there and, um, and we bury it. And, and that, that can show up in various different ways, anxiety, depression, mm. sort of feeling stuck. Um, or for me, a real sense of emptiness. You know, I wasn't sharing, I wasn't expressing myself. You know, mm. and, and our soul, um, that energy inside of us, that it wants to be shared, it wants to be expressed, it, want, it, it wants to be out there. Mm-hmm. And um, so my emotional freedom was, was right, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start sharing this stuff and, and maybe it's gonna freak a few people out and maybe it's not <laughs> stereotypically masculine and maybe, um, who knows what, what people are going to think here, but mm. it's, it, for me, this is a, a sharing like that is a very liberating experience. Mm. Um, people really get to see me and feel me and that, that's really powerful for me. And it allows me to really see other people as well. You know, the amount of conversation I get to have like this, because I'm, I'm being open, people will be open back to me. Totally. Um, so that emotional freedom, you, you know, that I think we can really feel quite trapped when we just mm. bury things. 
Um, and it, it, it wasn't a way of living for me that worked. You know, it, it, it was safe. It kept me safe because no one could judge me when they didn't really know me. Didn't know how I was feeling when I didn't share. But um, uh, it wasn't, I didn't feel alive in living that way. Um, so, yeah, that, that's, that's really kind of sure. it, mm-hmm. I think. Absolutely. And I particularly resonate with the blocked energy because it does manifest in anyone. It's, only a, it's, a, it's a time bomb, I would say. And so the sooner you can bring awareness to your built-up emotions or, or suppressed emotions better, the better. And it takes, it takes strength. And that's why I personally think vulnerability is, is a very um, you know, powerful thing to, to own. And therefore, I often, I often say to people, you're only as strong as you show or share your vulnerabilities with me because they're one and the same thing. It takes a lot of courage and balls to address stuff in our life, which we all have, right? Totally. Mm. And you know what? It does. And you're right. And I think it, you know, it's easy to see it as brave. But I think once you, get, once you live in this space... Mm. It's, it's natural. You just share your truth. This is just it. It just comes out. You know, this is, this is how it is. It doesn't mm. require any, it's actually far more liberating. What, what actually is draining and tiring and hard work is mm-hmm. constantly speaking out of your head and processing and making rational comments and everything yes. making sense. And da, 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 da. that's yes. draining because it's constantly processing and working your soul, that energy inside of you, that can just come up. You can mm. just, you know, like we're having now this conversation, there's no processing. It just comes nope. out. Uh-huh. And it's it's a much lighter way of living. It's a much more liberating way of living. I I remember as as a child before I had my spiritual awakening, Ben. I used to lie a lot, and it was a very poor way of getting attention. And and in in a similar way, I guess I grew up in the shadow of my older brother. I know you have brothers, but yeah. so I was I was trying to get some kind of validation and. That doesn't always happen in the, you know, the most kosher of ways, shall we say. But so the lying was, um, it became, you know, you, ca- you can't keep that up because I lost track of, the, of which lie I had told to which person. And, and, and then now, fast forward all these years, obviously I gave up that bad habit many years ago, but you can just show up with, with people you've not seen in, in years and I don't have to think, oh gosh, what story did I tell them? <laughs> You're just free, you know? And, yeah. and there's, you can go to bed every night with a clear conscience. And I think that is better than any amount of money in the bank or, or any, anything else for that matter. It's, it's the most, that's the emotional freedom or, or part of it that you mentioned. Without a doubt, yeah, mm. I'm with you all the way. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's, 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 that's when I, have, when I say it's powerful. You know, it's uh. a really powerful way of living. I, I really do believe inner peace is the new success. I know it's a cliche, but I really do believe that. Like you say, it's more powerful than any, mm. any money can't buy it. Um, and it comes from, from, from yeah, sharing your, your truth. Mm. Um, not having to kind of process your lies or your um, whatever else it yeah, is you said, exactly. it's just this is it and, and it, that that means sometimes making mistakes and, and sometimes saying things wrong or you know sharing too much or whatever we sometimes <laughs> we get it wrong and in that instance then you just own it and you just say i'm really sorry that you know that it came from a good place and this is what i was trying to say and, and, it, and it came up wrong and, I, and i'm you know i'm sorry mm. Mm. And and you know, you do everything. That that's your place of truth as well. Exactly. Um, we're we're going to make mistakes along the way, and, and we can own that. And it's you know it's everything. It it all just kind of comes together. And I think actually this is one of the things I think we get confused about. 
with vulnerabilities, you know, sharing our truth and things. Mm. Um, Brené Brown talks about this very well. She was sometimes people share, think they're sharing their vulnerabilities and they're sharing their truth and they do it in a kind of angry and malicious way. And you know, well, you said this and I think that and da, 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 da. and it's like, you know, our truth is always kind and compassionate. You know, that our, our ego can come in and, make, and try and make them wrong and make us right mm-hmm. and share it in a different way. But our, our, our real truth yeah. comes from a kind, compassionate space. Mm-hmm. So actually, it's not you're wrong and I, this is how it is. It's actually like, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry. I, I probably didn't explain that very well. Mm-hmm. What, I was, what I meant to say in sharing that is that this was actually the, the truth and, and how, it, how it happened. And I, and I made a mistake. You know, it's very different. Do you know what I mean? Totally. I think it's win-win learning. It's a win for us, the communicator, um, as in, okay, maybe the way it came across was very, or, you know, not 100% calibrated with how it was intended. But I think there's also a win for the recipient of, of, of the communication because if it stirs them in a certain way, and especially in a negative way, then there's learning in there for, for, you know, for them as well. It's like, why did, why did it land so, so heavily, you know, yeah. uh, for you? Did, why did you take it the wrong way? Um, there's learning for both Definitely. people. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And Brandy keep- Brown, actually, another one, I could talk about her all day, but she says that we see vulnerability in others as strength, but in ourselves as weakness. So when someone else is able to express themselves in, mm. in that way, you go, wow, look how brave that is. It's amazing. I love how you do that. But then when it comes to us, we'll go, we'll revert back to, oh, you did it wrong. And I did it. And, you know, it's all, it comes, and it's like, hey, just, we can do it from a different place. You know, we're all capable. I know it feels wrong. And we, I know we feel like we need to exert our power mm. and our anger mm. sharing that. But actually, we, just, we can do it in a compassionate, it's just our truth. And, and um, it doesn't need to come that way. And speaking of how we, you know, put our defenses up sometimes. It happens even to people who walk, who walk the talk. Last, a couple of weeks ago, Ben, because you mentioned Brene Brown and obviously massive, I'm a massive fan as well. People started texting me, have you seen the Netflix special? And I'm like, but I've been following her for years. You know, you know this and you know how I'm her number one fan and, you know, almost like how dare you refer me to her Netflix special. Um, <laughs> just because you've just discovered her doesn't mean, you know, and I was like, whoa, slow down, Tiger. They are sharing love with you. It's okay. It's just their form of excitement about something that clearly resonates very strongly with them. And they are just sharing that with you. And you can take that, you know, whichever way you want. So I decided to see it as, um, and this was backed up by a text message from a friend she said isn't it because i shared what i'm sharing with you now is what i shared with her and she says isn't it remarkable that people link what they're watching to to you as well it means that you're consistent in in your messaging and i was like "Ooh, nice learning there you know but i was only able to learn that because i was vulnerable in that moment and 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 i had to accept that it you know did rub me up the wrong way initially does does that make sense I think it, and that's a great example. I think of the ego sometimes intercepting, you know, and your ego comes in and, and says, Hey, I, of course I know Brené. I told you about Brené Brown. I know all about her. How dare you mm. kind of think mm. this? And that's not our soul's energy. You know, our, our soul's energy is, is, mm. is very different and it's mm. natural. You know, our ego is always quick to quick to jump in. Uh, um, but just, I think that that was a powerful part of my journey. It's understanding my soul's energy and understanding, um, sometimes when, when 
when my ego was jumping in and, and trying to keep me safe and protect me and you know compare myself to everyone else um because generally speaking i think you know i, I try and live in, in my soul's energy not not my ego if i can help it mm-hmm. do, do you know what i mean totally mm. yeah that's where the magic happens and it that's, does that's where you don't need protection from many things really absolutely absolutely so, Personal development is a journey, as we both know, and as many of our listeners know, who are, by the way, from the sector of motivation, you know, coaches, mentors, therapists, counselors, and so forth. So the journey is ongoing. Is there anything that you've recently learned about yourself? I mean, I'm always learning, always learning. What are the the, most recent learnings? I guess I don't know if I really wanted to share this, but it's the one that's very much in my in, in it kind of coming to me. So it's very much the truth. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, a, a big challenge for me actually recently has been getting into a relationship um, mm. or looking at getting into a relationship and 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 finding my ego sort of in, trying to interfere in that um, and trying to work out really looking at, at this at what connection is mm. and um, seeing how how much my ego interferes in in connection you know telling me things like that they're not good enough or you know you could do better or things like that and how um you know i think i think yeah it's been really interesting trying to differentiate between my ego interfering in in that kind of side of things and whether or not that's that's a connection thing or or if it's an ego stepping in and interfering okay um because i think often we hear that voice and we think oh that that's you know that voice is true and actually trying to take a step back and go no that voice is trying to keep me safe it's trying to i think in my case often it was it was um also trying to keep me i mean sounds funny but keep me single because single Mm -hmm. i've got absolute freedom and i can get on with 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 my work and there's no and 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 that's priority number one right now Mm -hmm. and um and if I was, you know, introducing someone else in my life, you know, there's a lot of vulnerability in, in that. So it's much easier just going on your, on your own and not allowing someone in. So that's been a, a big learning, the, the role of the ego in, in entering into relationships recently. Mm-hmm. That I'd never kind of, I'd never understood it in that way before. That's not that right. I have complete clarity over it, but I, I, I definitely took some learnings and some perspectives over it. So um, to be continued, right? definitely to be continued yeah it's great it's great learning and it's great that you're obviously so aware of it and that you're you know seeing where where it's going to take you what it's going to teach you and what you're teaching it it being your ego because it's about telling it that you know thanks to the interference thanks for the warning signs but i've got this and I'm, i'm flowing with this yeah and relationships again i'm linking this to our audience relationships can be very potentially stressful for motivators in that once another person comes into your life there really is no there's nowhere to hide is there they see you at your you know not so good days and they they see you with your with your creative you know struggles with your business struggles with your with your life struggles behind the scenes really which which is kind of also in the in the tagline of of, of the podcast um and it takes a certain well actually it takes a lot of willingness and vulnerability to uh, merge into a relationship while still owning your coach ambitions because there's nowhere to hide and um yeah it's quite it's quite a, a scary thing 
Absolutely, yeah, it is. And actually on that, I think there's oh. another really interesting point, I think, is that I think a, a role of a coach as well is always accepting that you know, we're still growing as well. Um, we've, we've, perhaps we've, we've learned a lot that we, we, we love to share, but there's no finished article here. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, 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 there's still work to be done. And um, I th- that, that's a big part of being a successful coach as well. Because I, I, I don't want to, you know, anyone who thinks they know it all, I would, I would really question uh, mm-hmm. actually what they do know. Um, so yeah, that and that's that takes vulnerability as well. You know, we none of us can turn up thinking we know it all. And yeah. it, it, it's a nice measure. It's not the right word, but I'll go with it. Um, it's a nice measure of a of a suitable partner candidate, right? If they can leave you in that space without making you feel bad about it i think that that shows that tells you a lot about your potential partner yeah it's, it's not always going to be um sunny and, and and rainbows so yeah no we're all going to make mistakes as well oh totally well life keeps happening for yeah. us doesn't it it keeps churning out new situations and familiar territory and it should um i think it would be that's my opinion but i think it would be blissful as it can be it's also boring to have every day as a walk in the park because you know you want some excitement on a on a learning level too i think if if every day is a walk in the park then all we do is up our expectations you know and what used to be an, an amazing day just becomes a normal day oh fab. you know mm-hmm. um and and because that's how we are aren't we this is where i think we've got so much to learn from dogs you know every single day you say to a dog do you want to go for a walk? <laughs> and every single day, the reaction is the same. There's, you know, they're very present. They're, 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 there's mm. so much, you know, there's so much gratitude. There's no complacency or, or, or comparison. I've already done that walk. I'm bored of that park. Mm. You know, whereas we humans, we have a treat every <laughs> single day, but we treat it as normal. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. and um, that, that's that's important too. <laughs> there's so many important things, but that's another important one. Be more dog, hey? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Unconditional love. They don't judge you. They're amazing. Can I ask you, Ben, if you can still go out and have a social life without being the therapist on duty, so to speak? And how do you manage healthy boundaries? Because I do know that is one thing that fellow you know, motivators sometimes struggle with. It's like we're, we're, we never fully switch off because we we empathically tune into people and then also we feel like we have a duty of care. Um, yeah, I do hear you. It is, it is challenging because um, you do it and fundamentally you want to help people. But I think mm. there's a few things there. And I, I, a big part is recognizing that you can't change anyone who doesn't want to change. So don't, don't waste your own energy or have expectations. You know, you've got to let everyone walk their path. And um, I think unless someone specifically says asks you for help or asks you how they can change I, you know i never try and really go there it's, oh. it's I, it will just drain myself uh-huh. um yeah and that kind of ties in you know i just really try and let go of judgment and, there, and again everyone's walking walking their own their own journey and their own path and not to sort of look at them thinking god this the, the, the things <laughs> they're saying they really need help i wish i could help them Mm-hmm. But just just to understand, I, I was like that at some point, and I was fortunate that I had a wound that meant I had to show up and change. But mm-hmm. they haven't had that, and and I, you know I was the same as them. And don't judge them, enjoy their enjoy what what we get out of each other, mm-hmm. and enjoy the time, and and understand that we're not exactly the same. But that's okay too. 
Um, so I really try because yeah, otherwise, yeah, you can constantly find yourself in a, in a, in a negative space almost, you know, judging Mm. people that they're not, they're not working on themselves as like they could do. They're not being their best version. They're not, you know, no one is, we've all got work to do. We've all, you know, all we're doing is our best with what we know. And Mm. we're just fortunate that we, we got to a space where we needed to grow and we needed to change. Um, but not everyone has has, has had that. Mm. So yeah, I think I think just trying to live in that space of of, of understanding everyone's everyone's running their own race and, and mm-hmm. um, just you know try and stay present to live live with them in that space in that moment and um, yeah yeah it's not easy though you're right I I was going to say so when you go for a pint be more dog you know the same applies <laughs> here just just be in that moment without expectations I'm going to add something vulnerable if I may I I find that and I can't believe I'm saying this but again this is just soul energy sharing and doing its thing I find that when I'm in a vuln- in a more vulnerable position be that I'm tired or maybe I, I don't know something with the business or whatever. I find myself in rescue mode even more so than usual because it's almost like through helping others, I help myself. And that's a, that's a dangerous slope um, because that's not the right way to come in and helping people. So I, I really have to, when now I'm, I feel, I see someone, universe puts me in front of someone in a pub, whatever, wherever, on a tram, and they strike up a conversation. And before I feel inclined to, jumping in and helping out i have to kind of do some quick internal assessments like chris are you doing this because you see it's the right opportunity to help this man or woman or is it because it's going to make you feel better and if it's the latter then it's not the right way Mm. so um, i have to be very careful for that with that it's very interesting isn't it because it's it's it is a constant that that's another another challenge but i don't think many people realize how how much it can make you value yourself by helping other people or how good mm. it is for your own self-love um that that's something that's really got lost on society you know they say that if, you, if you're in if you're struggling then go and help someone else it's the best way to kind of help yourself and 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 you're totally right um i mean is it is it i guess it is wrong to to want to help people if you're doing it fundamentally for yourself but what is it wrong? Because if you are still helping them, you know, mm. and you really are helping them which from the bottom of your heart, you really are giving. Mm. And, and, and as a result, you know it's going to help you. I mean, I don't think it really can help yourself if you're not, if, if you don't really make an impact. If you look like you're trying to help someone, but you don't really help them because you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Correct. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I think as long as you really do genuinely want to help them, even if it is safe in the knowledge that you are going to get something out of it yourself, I don't know. I, I still feel I, that that's just awareness for me. Mm. I mean, every time you help someone, you you, you know, when, when you're aware of this stuff, you're going to be aware that this is this is going to make you make you feel good. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Is there ever a time when when you're helping someone when you're like? when you're not aware of that i don't know i think i feel kind of it's quite ingrained in me now mm. that i i try and make myself proud of who i am that that's how i try and live and i know what things make me proud of who i am and i try and do them mm-hmm. is i don't know i so you, I, I don't yeah. you, you know fully I mean? step into that power totally totally mm. and um yeah 
It's it's a it's a because I do know what you're saying as well. You know, it's like, you know, are you helping a charity to put it on Instagram so that everyone can say, "Oh, well done, Ben, you're a wonderful guy," <laughs> or are you helping the, the the charity because you really care about it and you want to make an impact? Um, you know, and that can be a blurred a blurred line as well. Mm. And, I, and I, for me, I think as long as you are doing it for the right reasons, you are making an impact, and you, and you really, you know, this is something you care about, and you're getting something out of it. Sharing is a wonderful thing and a lovely thing. Mm-hmm. And if it can inspire other people to do the same and you can show people how powerful it can be, then I think it's lovely to, to share. I, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a gray area and you can see either way. But I, 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 I love your perspective on it. And it's, it's, it's refreshing. And obviously I needed to hear it uh, or be reminded of it. Um, so thank you for the... You know. On the spot oh, coaching. <laughs> no, 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 it's disgusting, isn't it? It's interesting. It's really interesting. It's why I love these conversations. Uh, there is never. I, well, I, I think it's about trust. Uh, a lot is about trust. It's like how much of validation of my work do I need to to know that I'm, you know, a good person or a good coach or whatever. Um, I think if you if you can walk through life knowing that you 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 trust the flow in the same way that I. I mean, you, we, we don't know each other. I know you through social media and your podcast. And uh, I mean, now we are talking here. The whole thing is based on trust. Trust that it will flow. It's a tremendously scary thing to do if you make it a scary thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's yeah. I'd, and, and I guess what I'm trying to say is, do I think that my podcasts are useful to people without overthinking it? Absolutely. It's just about stepping into, you know, stepping into the flow without needing the validation. And when you step back from that, you, you create flow because there's no pressure. Yes. Mm. Mm. I, I think that's it. It's, it's are you doing it because you need the validation or, or are you doing it because you want to help and it's lovely to share it anyway? Exactly. Because uh. if you need the validation, then yes, it's, it becomes um, that, that, that is wrong. There's a bigger question to ask. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, do, do because yeah, I think fundamentally, if you're doing it for other people's validation, perhaps you're missing, mm. you're missing the fact that what's most important is the relationship with yourself. Mm. Do things to make you feel proud, and if other people feel proud of you in the meantime, then that's mm. great. But fundamentally, it's about you making yourself proud because it goes back to inner peace is a new success for me. If you're proud of yourself, that's a big step towards inner peace. Totally, and and owning that and being okay with that, right? Because again society has stigmatized um self-praise and self-love in many ways and and for for many years it was um or for a long time it was a total no-go you can't do that you have to be submissive you have to be you know so now we are restoring self-love and and making it okay for people to be proud of their achievements and of, of living in alignment with their true values i think it's a gift absolutely i know i love this this is we, we often talk about this with matt on the podcast but uh-huh. you know when we were young at school one of the biggest insults you could give someone was say oh they love themselves <laughs> you know i don't know how that in, in, mm. in england anyway i remember mm. that vividly i remember saying it about people I really do i just yeah. remember saying that they laugh too much mm-hmm. um and it was like you know that that, that wasn't the way to be Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember thinking growing up, there's one thing I wasn't going to be. It was, it was, it was arrogance. I'm thinking if you love yourself, you're arrogant. Mm. And, 
yeah, it's 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 a dangerous dangerous setup. I think we are embracing now, coming round to the fact how important self love is, and actually to do it in a in a, in a humble way, just to, sh- to because you want to share, uh, is, is, is like is a powerful way to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and we want to embrace it. I try and when someone when someone shares something really positive that they've done on socials, I always try and celebrate it with them. Yes. So well done, rather than all right, kind of chill out. Like, who do you think you are? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I want to be in a space where I celebrate myself. Uh-huh. And it's, it's the law of attraction, isn't it? Like if I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. critical of others doing that, I'll struggle myself to, to do it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah, celebrate success. Totally. Celebrate successes. Um, love yourself. It's, it's the baseline for and the foundation for, you know, uh, better relationships with, with everyone and everything in your life because you you respond from a place of not needing anything because you have everything inside you and i know that sounds corny but it's like you you're not you don't depend on other people to bring you the missing pieces sure situations and people and circumstances are going to bring you learning energy but it's fine. You don't, you don't need the compliments. You don't need the whatever it is to, to restore something that's incomplete because you are complete and, and you just need to be reminded of that. And that's what, that's what you do with your work and, and, and so many of our listeners do too. So in, in closing, Ben, I would like to ask you a final question, if I may. For people who are listening who have similar stories who have wounds as we all do and are listening and thinking, do you know what? I want to step up and step out as well, but I'm still leaning more towards the conventional way of profiling myself as a coach and the, the safe way perhaps. And the, I have all the answers and you have a lot to learn. So I'm the, I'm the ideal coach. What advice can you give these people? What do they need to drop in order to become a real beacon of light? The best way to coach anybody is not to tell them how to do it, but to, to, to show it in yourself and to allow people to see it, mm. and to see how powerful you are when you, when you behave like that and to allow people to think, oh, oh that's, that's what I want. How do you, how do you be like that? What you're, the way you're doing it, how can I be like that? Mm. That, that is the most powerful. And I think the, the, the the best way to achieve that is through authentic vulnerability, you know, sharing your truth, sharing the, the, the possibility that you, you haven't got it all, that, you know, you're, you're still growing, you're still learning, but you, you, you know, you, you've got good information and, and you're, you know, you're, you're worthy of being there, but you're still growing. You're still learning as, as a, in this journey. And you never will complete it all, by the way, no one ever will. But, um, and, re- and to own that and to, to, to embrace, who you are and to still keep showing up and being the best version of yourself and, that, and just just embodying that attitude mm-hmm. that vulnerable authentic inner confidence but yeah. also acceptance that you're not the finished article people mm. will see that and not needing to be the finished article not needing to prove yourself to everybody you know allowing people to see that you still have flaws that you're working on yeah. that you're okay with that because you've got you you've still got confidence in who you are and showing up Mm-hmm. that for me I, I just you can embody that people can see it in you that's a powerful form of coaching in itself mm. um 
so yeah it's a tough question if i'm honest yeah. it's, it's, mm -hmm. it is a tough one but i, I feel that's um yeah act it out show people be, yeah. be the person you want to be mm -hmm. um be the people you be the person that you want to you, you want your clients to be show mm -hmm. them embody it because uh, i also think it's very hard to to coach people uh, a message that you're not embodying it's very you know you lose the, you you, you mm -hmm. lost connection in some capacity mm -hmm. yeah really act out show them show them show them what you're coaching show them your messages embody yeah. them be them and i think that includes vulnerability and that's why the, the the messier parts of our lives bring so much value to our coaching practice right because mm -hmm. it helps you to relate to people you can talk from experience you can yeah you strengthen the connection with people i'm not saying it's a prerequisite but it does there's a great deal of value in the you know the shittier bits of our lives because they become a part of of who you are and and of who you are as a coach hmm. definitely so the authentic never, yeah go on sorry no so the journey never ends no you know no. We're not, we're, this is never going to be job done i've got it all sorted because life will throw new challenges mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. brilliant and, yeah yeah Good. I could talk. I could talk all day. As you're probably getting the sense, I'll, bla I'll blabber on and on and on. I'm trying to, I'm trying to not to. So for this, for this podcast, we we're going to leave it at this. And um, how can people get in touch with you, Ben? And tell us a little bit more about your podcast in particular, and of course the blog. Where where can people sign up? Well, really, I mean, there's so many different yep. areas now on socials, isn't it? But really, I just tend to stick to Instagram because it's mm -hmm. just too much for everything else. Um, so Instagram is the Naked Professor. I joined with a friend of mine, uh, Matt Johnson, and we became the Naked Professors and, and launched a podcast together. Um, something really nice about just one-on-one. -on -one. I love this conversation, don't get me wrong, but when there's three of us, it just allows us to, I don't know, relax a little bit more. The conversation sort of, yeah, there's something really nice. I really love doing that with Matt. So that's our podcast. And, and, and what we try and do with that is kind of show some sort of celebrities or heroes, idols, Mm -hmm. and, and get them on the people who uh, who often other people look at and think they've got it all sorted they live must live the dream life and get them on and to share their vulnerabilities and their challenges to try and show the everyday person that you know like all the things we said today it's never perfect it's never complete and, and it might look all rosy on the outside but everyone still has difficulties and challenges mm -hmm. and in within that it can allow people to be a bit more vulnerable that they don't need to present a perfect life that just like everyone else They've got, they've got challenges, just like their heroes, Davina McCall. She went through difficulties, well, so do I. None of us are perfect, and we're all doing our best. And just have real, real honest conversations in that space. And, yeah, so it's been a pleasure. You know, like this, I, I love having all these conversations. <laughs> I really do. And uh, it's a pleasure for me to be involved in it. I love every time we record a conversation and every time we do a podcast. And so, yeah, it's, it's just, um, yeah, about trying to share, share the insights that we've been through and, and, uh, and, and, and yeah, hopefully connect with people. Beautiful. Ben, thank you very much. Thank you for sharing your energy so openly and your tips, your insights, your story to the listeners. If you haven't done it yet, please go over to his website, The Naked Professor, and watch that beautiful video right there on Ben's homepage. Um, there's a lot of inspiration in, in the space of a few minutes in there. And on behalf of the listeners and myself, Ben, thank you so much for having been a phenomenal guest. I told you, there you go. There's your validation. <laughs> thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me, Christoph. Pleasure to chat. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye-bye. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you are enjoying Behind the Scenes of Happiness, why not leave us a rating on your favorite podcast platform? For more inspirational podcasts and guided spiritual meditations, please visit my website, christophspeasons.com, where you can also find all the links to my social media channels. That's it for today. I look forward to connecting with you on the next podcast. Bye for now.